Hello and welcome to another week of crimes, conspiracy, and cohorts. I'm your cohort, Lori. I'm your clueless cohort, Melissa. Nice. <laughs> I like it. We got it this time. Holy moly, that only took us five weeks. All right. <laughs> How was your week, Melissa? It was so good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you discover a lot about yourself during quarantine. You're quarantining well. Quarantine's going well. I mean, I don't really call it quarantine. I mean, I go to the stores and stuff now. I don't really like... And like, as soon as I walk out of the store, I rip off my face mask. Yes. So, yeah, it's not too bad. I feel like I feel like people are starting to like break out a little bit, have a little more freedom. You know, like, okay. So, we can do this. There's a little bit of a lull. We can do a this. A lull in the virus where we can all come out for just a moment. Just a hot second. Yeah. But, you know, was, we'll see. Yeah, it was a good week. It's it just week. October, so. It was October. <laughs> In case you, you didn't know, it's my favorite month. I know. You just had a birthday. We're not going to discuss. That. Oh, okay. We won't discuss the birthday. I feel like I feel like this is my breakout year, though. This is it. <laughs> like, this is like your 2020 vision year yeah. plus one. Yeah, because next year I'll be like the big 50. Oh, you got to enjoy this last. So I'm like 49. I'm like still in my 40s. Yeah. And I've got like, I mean... I've enjoyed my 40s, but I'm just saying, like, I feel like this is my year before I 50. I want to be my best self when I turn 50. Yeah. Like, you know, like, yeah, that's what I want. So I'm giving myself this year to go, all right. This is it. This is it. It's all downhill from there. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just kidding. How you go down the hill. You're right. Woo. up to you. You're I mean, go getting down. up the hill is the hard part. Yeah. Coming down is the easy. I want to have fun. the going down of the hill, like when you go like on a... Like a roller coaster? A, a roller coaster. Or like when you go on a tube ride or an inner tube ride down the snow. Yes. Or, you know, yeah, I, usually, I usually crash at the bottom, so <laughs> not sure that's how I want to go out, but no. got it. So we have decided to bring you... Another conspiracy. Drumroll. Is it it really a conspiracy, though? It's totally a conspiracy. I don't know. know. Okay, Malisha's questioning my usage of conspiracy. I mean, I guess. It's kind of... Okay, this case encompasses everything. It is true crime. Mm. And to me, there's a conspiracy aspect about it. It could be a conspiracy. Yeah. Well, it's got all the makings of a great love. You know, there's love, there's drama, there's... There's hate. Hate. There's, there's suspicion. Yeah, I mean, there's Hollywood. There's Hollywood. So all over the place. All right, so we're doing Natalie Wood. Natalie Wood. Is, I mean, what's your favorite Natalie Wood movie? Oh, I go way back, which I did not realize this was one of her very first movies. But I love Miracle on 34th Street. She's That's so a good one. charming. She's so little. And uh, then you got West Side Story, which is bomb diggity. Oh, I love my her. gosh. 
I love it. When you're a jet, you're a jet <laughs> all the way. Okay. Um, but when when we're talking about Miracle on 34th Street, we have a friend who has a daughter. I mean, she's grown now, but Cameron is Natalie Wood. I mean, I every time I look mm. at Cameron, I see Natalie. Mm. So um, honestly, one of my favorite Natalie Wood's movies, it's not a humongous fame success, but I think she does great in it. It's called The Great Race. It stars, um, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis's dad. Oh, uh, yeah. Come Mr. on. Mr. Curtis. Mr. Curtis. <laughs> Dang it. That guy. What's his name? Tony. Oh. Tony Curtis. Tony Curtis. Okay. Tony yeah. Curtis. Right? Isn't that his name? Tony Curtis. Yeah. Anyways, it and there's this pie scene in the movie. Oh my gosh, it's one of the best, best scenes ever. It's hilarious. Wait, better than Lucy and Ethel and the chocolate. It's along the same lines. Okay. But they have the prince who is drunk, and then there's somebody who looks like the prince that they they replace, <laughs> and then they come to this pie-making thing in the palace, and then... There's this humongous pie fight. And the funny thing is, is that Tony Curtis is like throwing pies and he's like walking around. He's wearing white. Everybody else is covered from head to toe in pie, except for him, who's perfectly white. I mean, Mm -hmm. he's like pristine while all these pies are flying. I mean, I wonder how many takes they had to do (laughs) because they accidentally got him. But. It's hilarious. It's such a good movie. Anyways, that's besides the point. But sounds like a really good boss bot battle. Boss bot? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> from Toontown. Got it. Got it. Yes, for sure. Um, we are discussing whether or not her husband, Natalie's husband, her longtime love, her third, but first husband because she was married to him before anyways robert wagner Mm -hmm. from you know i loved him in heart to heart oh everybody it's a dream i mean come on yeah he's dreamy dreamy he was dreamy mcsteamy the first the first (laughs) one and now i think of him as the austin powers guy too (laughs) uh, anyways was he involved in her murder? That's where we're going. I mean, well, I just said you're saying murder. murder. So you think she was murdered? Well, I don't know. This is so what that's we where have the to conspiracy discuss. is. You think she was murdered, or do you think it was just a terrible? Do you accident? think it was a terrible accident with or too much drinking? It was murder. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, like we said before, Natalie. You know, she was a great actress. She actually um, saw Robert Wagner when she was a child. She He was like working on a movie. He was several years older than her, yeah, right? She, he was like 23 and she was like 11. And she saw him on a set and she told her mother at that time, yes. she's like, I'm going to marry that. I'm going to marry him. Which is crazy because she did it twice. <laughs> Just... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
So, um, and her mother being the good Russian mother was like, don't worry about it. You have business to do. <laughs> wow. Don't you love Russian accents? Me, yes. Yes. I yes. I love a Russian accent. Get back to work. Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Because it's low. <laughs> like, I, yes. My daughter's PE teacher is like, Russian. Yes. I, I listen to her classes. Just so I can repeat everything that her teacher says. That's a says. little creepy. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I love a good accent. I can't help myself. It's just the way I'm made. Do you I pop have to in try and go, it out. Excuse me. Could you repeat that? I totally. To- listen. This is another sidetrack. I once had to get my dryer replaced. And this giant, giant Gosh. Russian man comes to my door. I'm not even kidding. He was Mr. Clean on steroids. He's the sideshow on the circus. He, he fixes so dryers and in his I, spare time. And there was a guy behind him who was the driver. That's literally the, his job because this guy came in and I'm like trying to see like how we can help him. The guy, the driver stood back, let this bear of a man, he just like Picked up my dryer, which is huge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh! Anyways, but he when he was talking, now I'm blushing. When he was talking, my son could see it in my eyes. Like I wanted to try his accent because that's just what I do. Like I just I have to say it back to him. Really, <laughs> the dryer. Anyways. And he looked, he gave me a look, and then he just mouthed, don't do it. <laughs> so I resisted. But anyways. Oh, man. Yeah. So Natalie, she's she is Russian. Natalia. I don't know what her real last name was because they did change it. Wasn't it Gurich or Gherkin? I don't know. My goodness. Gherkin? No, it was something with a G, though, because he didn't like being in the last part of the alphabet. I know. That's so funny. Because it was a Z. That's such a dad thing. Like, I'm tired of standing in line. Okay, if that was the case, why didn't he change his name to something with an A? Because he didn't want to be first in line? I know. It was Gurdon. Gurdon. How do you say it? Gurdon. <laughs> My voice cracks with it. I don't know. Try it again. Gurdon. <laughs> beautiful that's awesome this is very serious come on okay get it together her mother when she was young before she got married her mother maria Mm. she went to see a fortune teller how do you solve a problem (laughs) no that's a different movie so she went to see this fortune teller and the fortune teller told her that she was going to get married and then she was going to have children and her second born child was going to be a great beauty but that she should be aware and be afraid of dark waters that dark waters that she or someone close to her was going to die because of the dark waters so maria She married a Russian Mm -hmm. who, and then they had, um, Olga, Olga, 
the oldest sister, Olga, and the her, Olga's father came to America. And um, <laughs> the crazy thing was Maria was so tiny. She couldn't get on she was the like ship. Five feet tall they said that five she feet had to, she was under 100 pounds yeah and they said she was too too light. light to travel on a boat with a baby right so she spent a whole year drinking buttermilk and beer <laughs> and beer yeah to try to to gain weight and so we're not going to do a, a whole bunch of the um background if you want a really detailed great um kind of breakdown of this whole Natalie Wood. Stephanie Harlow on YouTube has mm. such a great... Very detailed. Very detailed. She dives into the background and um, and then into Natalie's life and growing up and her marriages. And, and basically, we're just going to talk about the end. But it's... I think the beginning really does make a difference into how Natalie became who she was and... All this to say that um, Maria found another man that she married, and that's who is Natalie's father. Natalie has a younger sister, Lana. Mm -hmm. And Natalie's mother wanted to become a famous Hollywood star, mm -hmm. but she couldn't, and so she decided to make Natalie yeah. the Hollywood star. And they changed Natalie's name. It was N Natalia, Natasha. Um, to Natalie Wood and yep. poor Natalie. I mean, how old was she? Like six at this point? She was four. Four. Natalie is like, I don't like that name. <laughs> Can I at least be Natalie Woods? Uh, because right. I like the Woods. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, No, that's not going to work for us. You're Natalie Wood. Welcome to Hollywood. We Welcome to you. Hollywood. Now just be quiet and do as you're told. Exactly. And this mother was not a great mother. I mean. She was a total stage mom. She was a stage mom. That's a legit thing. It, plus, plus, plus. Oh, I mean, yeah. the the story about her getting Natalie to cry, and I won't I won't ruin it for you. Go watch Stephanie's stuff because it's so good. It's sad. It's so sad, but she does something traumatic to this little girl, makes her cry, and Natalie gets the job, and then basically this mom just lives off of Natalie's income. Mm -hmm. Natalie is like their showboat their money pony they they just basically make her work and they live off her earnings her income yeah and um so natalie she sees robert who he's called rj um and they both kind of grow up and natalie who was always such a, like, the straight-laced girl, she kind of rebels. Mm -hmm. Clearly, I mean, she's got things to rebel from. Um, and so she kind of makes this agreement with her mom, like, I'm going to do what I want. I'll still give you money, but you have got to let me be me. That's right. And the mom's like, okay, which I don't know what mom looks at a young girl and is like, sure, like, whatever you want. And right. like the mom was totally okay with her dating men that were so much older than her. Well, and I think she was comfortable being around older men. I mean, she was like 15 and she's hanging out with Frank Sinatra, which I know I've heard things. Yeah, there were rumors. I mean, I well, because he was. Yeah. Old blue eyes. He liked yeah. them young. Yeah. He did. Allegedly. 
So I'm just saying, but that, that, that's kind of what she was doing. And during that time, she actually was raped by, Mm -hmm. here's another conspiracy. Should we say the name? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He's dead now, right? Yes. Yeah. Wasn't it like a high school kid? No, no, no. Kirk Douglas. No. Kirk Douglas was allegedly, Allegedly. supposedly, maybe. It wasn't her first time, though. No, no. It wasn't her first time, but he did rape her. Yeah. And, um... Which, you know, all of those things, I think being in that Hollywood lifestyle, clearly she was drinking. Who knows what kind of drugs were there? I mean, I don't know. Definitely that she was smoking. I mean, the Rat Pack, do you ever see pictures of them without cigarettes in their mouth? No, I mean, they were living there. They were living a numb lifestyle, to say the least. So clearly when she was in her early 20s, she came, she met... RJ again mm-hmm. and this time Robert Wagner was like struck by her and she needed some convincing and so he convinced her he did mm-hmm. and they got married yep and they were married for I think five years right and the crazy thing is uh, Natalie's mother transferred her fear of water over to Nancy to Natalie like oh it wasn't even just water it was just everything hypochondriac she was hypochondriac seriously but water like very she was so and and her mother even like had her do movies that involved her getting in water and Mm -hmm. it was so hard for Natalie yeah I mean there was she had terrible experiences I think there was like a movie when she did when she was like a preteen maybe or younger that like had her walking over this bridge during a storm and her mother lied to her and said no 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 it won't collapse till after you get on the other side they totally lied to her yeah it, it collapsed while she was on it i mean can you imagine no. having a terrible fear of what oh no like That's telling it. your child water's gonna kill you and oh by the way you're, you're gonna, gonna walk do- over a bridge <laughs> but you'll be you're fine. gonna do a movie where you fall into the water Ugh, that gives me chills just thinking it's about just- it what are, what are these people thinking? I mean, it makes me feel better as of myself as a parent. Yeah. I'll just be honest. But she gets married to Robert, who <laughs> weirdly has a love of the ocean. I mean, yeah. he has his boats and mm-hmm. he wants to be on his boats. And so they actually sail um, to New York, right? Mm-hmm. But they encountered a terrible storm. Yep. And she was like, Get me off this freaking boat. That's it for me. Which I'm like, okay. Airplanes are better. <laughs> she was afraid of airplanes. Oh, too. my gosh. <laughs> so anyways, I'm, because she didn't fly on an airplane for a yeah. long time. She had to take her stuff to animals. Anyways, sidetrack. But they, she, he did eventually talk her back onto yeah. boats. But then their marriage didn't last. Mm-mm. They didn't have any children. Um, he allegedly had some sort of an affair or inappropriateness with another allegedly man. Yeah. Well, there were rumors of him being gay. Yeah. For years. I mean, gay in Hollywood is like, which then, back then 
you know, you nobody, I think, I don't know if it was considered taboo, but it just wasn't openly discussed. I think but even there today, there's people who pretend. Yeah. But, but there were that he preferred, you know. Well, we don't know. We don't. This know. is alleged. We don't. So, RJ, if you're listening, <laughs> we're just saying the rumors are, but we don't have any proof. We're not saying no. that this is something happened into the marriage where they got divorced. Right. That's the bottom line. Yep. They both kind of moved on. Natalie got married and so did RJ. They yep. both had children. children. Yeah. They had families. And and then they got divorced, divorced from again. their people. And then they remarried again. <laughs> remarried each other again. Which strangely, I mean, Hollywood does this sometimes. Mm. It's, you know, this is not uncommon. Think Liz Taylor. Yeah. You think they just can't step out of their movie roles? Like they're just in a constant state of like filming, I even in their know. real lives. Like I don't. Well, know. I'll just get divorced and marry someone else. I'm famous. I'll be fine. It does seem like it happens it's just that so way nonchalant. that people fall. They're more easily. They're more. It's easier to fall in love with your co-star when you're pretending to be in love, in love with them. Right. Yeah. There's chemistry. Right. Even if you're acting, you see there's chemistry. Right. And then, I don't know. But I don't know that these two were acting in any movie together. No. No, but there was definitely chemistry. There was. There was. So they decided, hey, you have a child and Mm -hmm. I have a child and let's just get married again. It worked for the Bradys. It did. (laughs) You're so right. Can I just point out one thing? The Bradys are fictitious. I know, but I'm just saying. That's unfortunate, but so they got remarried. Mm-hmm. They had their own daughter together, Courtney. Yep. And <laughs> weirdly enough, they got another boat. They love to spend the splendor. And then the little dinghy <laughs> that was the Valor and allegedly, yeah. They were named after their movies, but the funny thing was is that the Splendor obviously was the big boat. Mhm. And that was Natalie's career. Mm-hmm. And then his was the Valor, which is like the little dinghy. Yep. Not not so great. The, inflate, the, the inflatable dinghy. The inflatable dinghy. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. She has, like, she was nominated for Oscars. And, like, she had such a great movie career. And, and it's not to take away from his career because he had a great TV. Mm-hmm. You know, no, fantastic career it's- and TV is like where it's at a lot of times. So, you know, it's apples to oranges, I think. But I think he felt like he wanted to be on on the big screen, yeah, and not the little screen. I wonder if that often happens even today, where you know you you see your spouse or significant other really going great and big, and is that really like an ego? crusher for certain people like oh you know what i'm saying for sure for certain people i think they want to be the bigger name the 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 bigger like you're in their shot yeah and i think it's just too much for them to handle yeah so they spent actually many happy summers Mm -hmm. on this boat the splendor They love to go to Catalina Island, and that's kind of where our story takes us. Yeah. And I think by this time, 
She didn't love being on the water ever. No. But I think she just found sort of like. Well, she loved to be on the boat. Yeah. Like she felt like if she was with him and everything was okay. But she never got in the water. So like RJ would take the kids and they would go swimming and snorkeling off of Catalina. And she's like on the boat reading the book. Which to me, I would, that sounds great to me, yeah. but I'm sure there was a part of her that was a little fearful yeah. <laughs> all the time, but they, they had enough money now where they had a captain. Right. They had a captain who was on the boat, mm-hmm. who would captain their boat. And, you know, of course they had the little dinghy that could be their, their the life. The dinghy that could. The little dinghy that could. That's awesome. Um, so this was around Thanksgiving time. Mm-hmm. I think it they was, were in the middle of filming. She was filming a new movie. What's the movie called? Uh, was it Brainstorm? So she was filming this movie called Brainstorm with... Um, Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken, which, I mean, for me, Christopher Walken is like, I need more cowbell. <laughs> I... How do I know him from just like that SNL skit? But when I think of Christopher Walken, that's exactly what I think of. And I know like he's famous. Like yeah. he's like. He's done some trippy roles. He's done so many things. But all yeah. I can see is SNL. you're doing great, baby. I just need more cowbell. Anyways. <laughs> and now I can't be serious for the rest of the time. Oh, man. But I think that. There was some chemistry between Natalie and Christopher. And you think, (laughs) you know, if you add that with a little bit of alcohol and a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And well, I don't know how Hollywood honestly does not get a little jealous when you see your spouse, you know, having love scenes with somebody else. I don't know how they do it. How you just kind of like separate yourself from that. But I would imagine that I would feel jealousy. Yeah. But. And uncomfortable. For definitely. sure. But um, Christopher was married. And of course, Natalie was married to RJ. Mm-hmm. And it was Thanksgiving time. And Natalie, they were planning this big Thanksgiving dinner. And then they were going to go on the boat. And so Natalie invited Christopher to go with her and RJ for this weekend and because Christopher's wife was out of town. Right. And so he accepted and so they got on the Splendor with their captain, Dennis. Right. Um, what's his last name? It is, why are we, why are we, oh, Davern. Dennis Davern. Dennis Davern. And they. And it was November 28th. November 28th, 1981, they got on the Splendor, they went to Catalina Island, and there was a lot of alcohol that was being drunk. There was some alcohol, there was some, like, pills to help with, like, motion sickness, there was, yeah, they were lit. Yeah, well, and I know, I think Natalie was taking some pain meds for some things and sure sometimes that can well especially with alcohol with alcohol yeah right you mix anything with alcohol and it's gonna you know 
And she, yeah, I think she had like painkillers and I mean, all of that mixed with alcohol is never a good thing. You don't know truly what kind of judgment a person has. And then you add that with somebody else who's also drinking alcohol. I think everybody was drinking alcohol, honestly. Um, Do you think that the boat captain was drinking alcohol? I don't know. I don't think, I would think not. But you know, when you're I don't having know. a you But have he a good sounds time. almost like a friend. Yeah, I mean you're having a good time. Everyone's like, oh come on, just just have a little bit. Right. You know what I mean? So, so they actually they were so they were on the boat for a while and then they got off the boat and they yes. went to this restaurant that they normally frequented. Right. And, and I, they had more alcohol they there. They had more alcohol there. And then they got back on the boat and there was an argument. There was an argument, yes. So I guess it was a fairly loud argument. Like It was pretty heated. I think that RJ was going after Natalie for some reason. Mm -hmm. And then Christopher kind of stepped in on Natalie's behalf. Well, if you have any sort of jealousy and somebody else is trying Mm -hmm. to protect your woman, that doesn't necessarily bode bode well. well, No. Yeah. So then I think things escalated. Mm Mm-hmm. And Natalie's like, I'm I don't out. think it ever got physical, physical. Like, no. I don't think any punches were thrown. But not yeah, that think, we know. Not of. that we know of. Not that anybody admitted to. But I'm, I'm guessing like yeah, there was a point where they're like, you know what? We just everybody needs to cool down. Maybe the captain had to step in and say, look, you all need to go to your corners. Well, Natalie definitely. And, she's like, I'm going to bed. And she that she had a routine. She would go down, down, and um you know, do whatever her routine was. She usually would come back up and say goodnight and then that was it. But that's not what she did. Or we don't think that's what she did. We're not sure what she did. (laughs) I mean, how do you get lost on a boat and not know where someone is? So, are there two ways? I mean, are there two ways out? Christopher does go to bed. Yeah. He, He leaves. But somehow Natalie ends back up talking with RJ Mm -hmm. and we know this because I think both Christopher and Dennis said they could hear them arguing yes that there was a bottle that they heard a bottle crash crashed yeah and then it was silent and it was like several minutes 20 minutes later after the silence that RJ came to Dennis and said, I can't find Natalie. She's not on the boat. Mm-hmm. And then they were searching for her. Weirdly, though, they didn't call anyone to come and help them well, look for her. And supposedly, like, Robert just kind of stood where there's like a landing on the boat where you can like jump in and off or you know, yeah. and he, he just kind of stood there for a while. Like, I don't know what he was doing. Well, and, in Dennis's later, um, statements, Dennis kept saying, Hey, we should call the coast guard. We should call yeah, somebody. And, like, and, um, and Robert's like, no, let's wait a minute. Let's just wait, wait a hot second. So you want to wait a minute, even though you know, well, wife. he knows about his wife's fear. Exactly. He he it's known since the first time he was married to her she's terrified of the water she never gets in if you think that a a woman who is terrified of the water 
is just going to be okay to be in the ocean mm-hmm. at night, no lights. I'm just have to question you mentally. Yeah, they were like, I mean, he wanted to call the Coast Guard. Uh, the captain was ready to call the Coast Guard and say, let's get searchlights out. And, and it was, well, let's and, wait a minute. And Baywatch. Baywatch. Which always makes me think <laughs> that's a real thing. I Baywatch. Didn't know Baywatch was really. I was like, what? Really? Baywatch? I know. David Hasselhoff? David Hasselhoff? <laughs> Pamela Anderson? But Baywatch is like an actual thing that they yeah, come that. and come the beach. Yeah. And they didn't do any of those things. He's just like, no. And then there's another report from a boat that was in the area. Mm hmm who heard a woman screaming, saying, help Help me. me. And the the wife, I think, woke up the husband and the the son was awake and they were like trying to find her. But again, this is 1981. Right. And so they they didn't have like searchlights on their boat. But I mean, they, they heard her crying for some time and they They were were timing it. Yes. And she was crying for about, what, 20 minutes? Yeah. and then it was just silent. And then it was just silent. And they didn't know what was going on. I mean, they didn't see the splendor. They didn't know it was there. But they, they had heard some woman in the water calling for help. But they couldn't see. And and it's November in the Pacific Ocean. Yeah, P.S. The Pacific Ocean is freezing in August. I'm sorry. It's, it's so cold. It's not... A pleasant experience. And not only is that, it's not like the Caribbean. It's a it's a cesspool, especially not, if you've ever been over by Catalina. I've scubaed. I've I've. Um, can snorkeled. you even see anything when you snorkel? I couldn't. I couldn't it's even so go murky. Like I went down. I can I can remember snorkeling, and it was so cold. Every time I'd stick my face in the water, I would hyperventilate just from it being so cold. And when were you doing this? This was in April. Oh my gosh, you were trying to snorkel in April? Well, it was my honeymoon, so I was trying to be the good wife. (laughs) We see that lasted long. (laughs) But, you know, I just was like, come on, it's too cold. I had a wetsuit on and everything, and it was freezing. You had a wetsuit on? Okay, so you had a wetsuit on in April, and you were freezing. Now think about November. and And there's nothing in the ocean. We were right off Catalina Island. And you could see nothing, nothing except a bunch of seaweed, kelp. I mean, you want to you talk could, about dark waters. Yeah, it was dark water. It was murky green. That's dark water. It was nasty. Which is so crazy. I mean, I'll just be up front and say, like, I, I don't ever do, like, fortune telling or reading. I don't believe in that stuff. But the fact that she was so spot on on all this stuff is a little crazy. Yeah. It's well, I don't know that I would say it's not that I don't believe in it. I just don't toy with it. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, don't mess with it. Don't with mess it. with that stuff. Because I think there's stuff out there that I just don't want party to. Because I just don't think it comes from a place of good things. Right. I think it comes from a different place. So they finally call mm-hmm. the Coast Guard, the police. Um. But the weird thing to me is when the police were interviewing Christopher and RJ and Dennis, they all had the same even verbiage of what happened. (laughs) And you know that they were together for 
all those hours. Mm-hmm. So it sounds to me like there was a story mm-hmm. that, that somebody said, this is what we're going to say. Yeah. Some, it, let's collaborate here. Let's collaborate and tell this one story. These are the events and how they took place. Right. And don't deviate from it. This is what it is. I, not Still not sh- not saying, though, that they're doing that because they're, they're guilty necessarily. But they don't want to assume or look guilty at this point. Because... But by having the same verbiage, to me, you do look guilty. Oh, totally. I'm You've just saying, planned like, this out. Not saying like we're not we're not calling murder yet. We're calling negligence. Maybe we're calling, I don't know, but not necessarily like I murder you. Well, RJ's testimony from like the very first what he told the police to them what he later said because mm-hmm. the police actually did reopen the case mm-hmm. not that long ago was yeah 2012 something like that yeah they did they, revisit it they opened it back up mm-hmm. again i think it's still open but he said at that time that the ship was kind of rocking and the the broken bottle the broken wine bottle like fell because of the the waves, the rockiness of the boat. And then later he wrote a book, actually, and he said that he slammed the bottle down because he was angry at Natalie. Mm-hmm. And that's how the the bottle broke. And I feel like, okay, can I... Here's a PSA for all murderers out there. <laughs> just a little bit of advice. I'm just saying, if if you're going to do it, don't write a book. Yeah. Don't write a book if I did it. Especially like with OJ a different Simpson. account. <laughs> and then like RJ did this because now it makes you wonder like, okay, so you were really upset at her. You were so angry that you broke this bottle. It, it doesn't mean that he murdered her. No. But now you can see how passionate he was feeling at that time. Right. And you mix that with alcohol. You don't always have great judgment either. And if you're in a jealous rage, I mean, what do we know about, you know, domestic violence? Sure. It usually happens in a passionate rage of some mm-hmm. sort, mm-hmm. whether that's, you know, husband to wife or wife to husband or whatever it is that there, that's usually when a crime is committed. Right. And so... He actually, I mean, this is another thing that makes me wonder, makes me theorize that he could possibly have done something to Natalie. He he asked Dennis, the, the captain, to live with him. And Dennis, at that point, he was like, you know, living with like two other guys. And, and you know, I, I'm thinking if, if I'm living with other people and... You know, this Hollywood actor is saying, hey, you can come live in a guest house. It's your own thing and whatever. And right. you're living this life, nice lifestyle in this nice neighborhood. I, I would choose that. Yeah. Absolutely. But when he got there, RJ is like basically like you're in like home prison now. <laughs> like you you can't go anywhere. Right. And if you go anywhere, you're going to be followed by my security detail. Yes. And if you stay too long at your girlfriend's house. They're going to come in and get you. Right. I mean, to me, that's weird that 
he wouldn't have any freedom. It, it, to me, that's not RJ just trying to be nice. That's RJ trying to control. Yes. And why would you want to control? Exactly. This is what I'm saying. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then when they autopsied Natalie, because right. they did find they her, found her in the I'm, morning. Yep. I'm like a mile away. She had a lot of bruising on her. Mm-hmm. A lot of, like, there was something on her cheek and on her arms and legs. I mean, she was just really battered. And they were, like, saying, oh, it's because she was trying to get up on the dinghy. Which then I'm like, why would you, if she was trying to get up on the dinghy, you're standing at the back of the boat. Right. right. How would you, so you know she's trying to get on the dinghy. Is it because you can see her? Right. And then if you can see her, why are you not helping why her? Why is she trying to get on the dinghy? I mean, this just does not make sense it to doesn't. me. I know, I know. And so she also had like a full bladder, mm-hmm. which when you drowned, you release everything. Yes. So then that makes me wonder, was she murdered and on then, the boat? Yes. Like and- did he... So that's where you kind of go back to that that shattering sound. Like, what happened? Was she, did he hit her? Did he kill her? And then to cover up, he, you know, well, put and her in there. And just on top of, the cherry on top of all this lovely, you know, conspiracy, we've got the LAPD. Mm-hmm. Who are notorious for... They're the finest. <laughs> for corruption. <laughs> And botching things. I no. mean, they're just, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, if you live in L.A., good luck to you. How many movies have been done on the LAPD? I mean. Comical movies. Well, <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop. You've got. Right. There's I'm so many. Saying. There's so many. Yeah. Although Lethal Weapon, just leave them um, alone. They were awesome. Good. Yeah. So they, they just. They took RJ's word for it. I mean, I think that there is some connection between the police and Hollywood. There's an understanding. Yeah, we have that if you have a well-known name, that you're going to be treated different than the average Joe. That's right. You get the benefit of the doubt, while everyone else can, you know, has to pay the price. Right. And so I just think that they. They didn't impress RJ. They just, they interviewed him once. The weird, the weird interview that they all matched, matchy, matchy. Right. That they went in, they, she wasn't in bed and we didn't know where she was. And yeah, we looked around. We didn't we're know like, what happened. Right. And then they just, they were like, okay, that's good. That's, that's good enough. Mm-mm. You know, just. To me, it does not make sense. Right. No, it it's sad. Well, and then Dennis has, you know, come out and, and he, uh, clearly he wasn't in the room, so he doesn't know. But I think he feels like RJ might have done something right. to Natalie. Before, like, I don't, yeah, not drowned. I don't think she drowned. I, like, something before yeah. she hit the water. In a rage, he just acted out and... You know, we don't know what, you don't know the circumstances of the fight, 
you don't know if she came at him and tried to do something and then he went back at her. I mean, he pushed her and-, and an accident came about it. That's what I'm saying. It, you can't really call it murder unless you really know it's murder. So it could have you been can't, a terrible but- accident. And then he just didn't want it because it could look really bad. And then, you know, that just starts a whole down spiral. Of right. circumstances. Well, I mean, RJ has fame and prestige and right. money. And how is that going to look? Well, you know, if you're the guy going up against him, you that's intimidating. Yeah. And I think Christopher Walken, he's just starting out in his career. He's mm-hmm. like, holy cow. Get me off this boat. Get me off this boat. I don't want to talk about what it. I don't, he I still won't talk him. about it. He won't. And I saw an interview with RJ and um, Larry King. Mm. And... Larry King started asking him questions. He's like, well, you know, you still have unanswered questions. And RJ pushed back. He's like, no, I answered all those questions. And I'm like, back it up because mm-hmm. I, I don't think you did. Right. I think, yes, at that time you answered those questions, but you answered them in such a strange way that now we have new questions. Right. We have new questions that we want to ask you to see how you're going to answer those. And he won't. Nope. He will not come back into the police station. So they can open this case. They can keep it open forever. RJ is an old man now. Yeah. I mean, like... He'll go to his grave. Yeah. He won't ever pay for this. And, you know, my thought always goes to the kids. Like, I wonder what the what the girls think. Because at this point, you're, you're struggling with the fact that if you question your dad on this... You only have one parent left. Right, but I think you want to believe your parent. I think you, you know, unless they give you some reason right. not to, I think you want to believe that, you know, it right. was you a love terrible them. accident and I don't know what happened. And I mean, yeah, it's you don't want to risk losing that other parent. So, of course, I think you so want to believe that they're innocent, that they wouldn't do anything like that. Well, and can I add that, He's an actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure when he pleads his case, he's very convincing. Um, yeah. So he gets paid to do it. Right. It's I a, just, it's a hard one. You know, it's a hard one. It, it, you don't know. It's yeah, there's so many. He could even have just pushed her. Yeah. Knowing. That's what I'm saying. You don't know between the two of them what occurred between them. There's no witnesses to say like, oh, I saw her go at him and then he went back at her and then she slipped and fell, hit her head. And you know what I'm saying? You just don't know. You, you have some sound effects there that can be assumed a million different ways. But it's really... I guess the thing that gets me is maybe it just feels like RJ at the very least was so callous about Mm. her being in the water. When you love someone, you're going to risk your own life in order to save theirs. You would do everything you could. So even if he didn't see her go over, let's say everything happened the way he said it did. He's looking for her and she's just gone. To me, you would be, turn on the lights, turn on everything. Like, Mm -hmm. let's call the Coast Guard. Let's be proactive. We've got to find my wife. We've got to find her. And we know that there were witnesses that heard a woman crying for help. I mean, of course, I I have no doubt that was her. 
I think so too. I mean, there's, there's, we can't, there's no proof that says it was definitely her, but it makes sense. I mean, who's in the, the ocean in the middle of the night? On that day. When, on that night. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it just, it's crazy. So. I don't know. At the very least, he's guilty of not. Not doing enough. Not doing enough. He's, he, I would definitely say that. And you know, this is one more reason why we don't drink so much. <laughs> right. Always don't have drink. your designated person. <laughs> Somebody who can referee you. Yeah. No, I mean, seriously. You... Alcohol can, yeah, it'll ruin your day. Yeah. So, all right. So that's our thoughts on Natalie yes. Wood. Yeah. I'm not sure if we've I don't think we're done any... anything. No. We've, we've not come but to I it. But I would love to know what people's thoughts. I would like to know if anyone else has other ideas of what could have happened. What could have happened. You know, because I'm not a boating person. Because clearly I he know. didn't hit her over the head. She didn't have like a big contusion. contusion. She no. was, seems like she was calling for help. But she was all battered and bruised. Could that have been because she was in the water and things were hitting her? I mean, I just don't know. I don't know. But we want to hear from you. So go to our Instagram and let us know what you think. Is yes. RJ guilty? I think he's guilty of not being a very good <laughs> Is that fair to say? I, I think it's fair to say. Either I would way. say it. Anyways, y'all let us know what you think. We'll talk to you later. <laughs> Bye. Bye.